Peace and blessings, everyone. Peace and blessings. I'm going to do a random uh, spit on the numerology of game. Because numbers don't lie. And understanding numbers and their position is imperative to how you move around. Now let's look at the number zero. It's round. It's nothing pointy. That means you can't trace its origins or the end. See, it causes the cause and it also finishes the effect. That number is symbolic to God. It's a cipher. It doesn't need anyone, but it wants everyone to participate in the order of things. Now let's look at the number one. It's straight, it's upright, but the top, the head is, it bends. So that means it yields to zero, it yields to God. It's the only time a man should tip his head or to kneel is to God. And if you think about it, anytime a man has ever bent his knee to do something that wasn't for God, it was always compromising his manhood and his sense of self-worth and value. Now look at the number two. The number two is bent at the top and at the bottom. That's in a place of submission and addition. Put that next to number one. It's an interesting uh, <laughs> I'll leave that one alone. But anyway, you see why uh, uh, you see how a relationship between a woman and a woman doesn't work because they have a, a, a sense of direction. They're both going in circles. Uh, a man and a man, something uh, that doesn't really make any sense either. Uh, they're not equal to each other. They're a, well, they're equal to each other. But a man and a woman relationship is not equal. It's equivalent. The words are they're different, but they have, or they can uh, create the same level of impact, just in a different way. Now, the number three represents the child, or the woman with a child like mine, that's a female, or the man with a child like mine, which is a male. Now you notice in that conversation, things that they put into the atmosphere that is actually, um, people don't understand how, how spiritually detrimental it can be. Like when you call a woman ma, you should never call your woman ma. Because then she's going to respond to that spiritually as your mother. Spiritually, subconsciously, same thing. That's why I don't like when a woman calls me zaddy or daddy or any of that corny shit, you know. You call me by the name that my mother called me by.
Peace and blessings, everyone. Peace and blessings. Today, I had uh, came across a thought while I was driving. The thing that always comes to me uh, uh, often, or the, the question that comes to me often is uh, the dialogue in the garden. And why did Eve find the serpent's conversation more appealing than Adam's? And why did Adam follow along? It also plays out to this day. Because uh, instead of you know, us seeking out truth, we have a tendency to seek out good feelings instead. So I believe that's what Adam's issue was. It was striving after or striving for the woman's approval for a good feeling instead of standing on truth. And if you notice, Adam, in the Old Testament, following that wind or that philosophy of wind, of the uh, potential fallen world that could have came, or the blue pill, I notice that Jesus in the New Testament stepped on the serpent's head presenting the red pill so that thought came to mind because at best what the world can do is bruise your heel it means your walk into righteousness or right standing and the enemy can't kill you once you are covered in the blood of Christ, but what he can do is kill your relationship and your pipeline for the dialogue to stand correctly. And to keep you from discovering your purpose and the greatness inside of you. Now I can say a man before the age of 35 is making all his decisions based on a good feeling for the woman's approval. But after 35, he's making decisions that are led in truth because his testosterone takes a step back. And it's been said uh, by uh, many people that, you know, a man makes his best decisions after 35. Uh, you run for president at the age of 35. You make your best financial decisions, you make your best money at the 35. It says a lot. I want y'all to think on these things, let it marinate within the members of your thought process. And keep in mind that your purpose well, the quest for discovering your purpose should be first. Then the value of who you are as a man is after that. Then after that is the discipline of maintaining that. Because you can obtain and increase in anything that you are continually disciplined in. And you lose things that 
you aren't disciplined in. So you have to ask yourself, with every decision and you make, when you think about your thoughts and it moves, is this decision leading to a good feeling or is this leading to truth? Because the truth doesn't have cheerleader. The truth doesn't get a standing ovation. Sometimes the hardest decision to make is the right decision. I'm going to leave you with that. Peace and blessings, everyone. Peace and blessings. You know, as I sit back and I think to myself, what defines me? To me. Most importantly, is it the car that I'm driving? Is it the clothes that I'm wearing? Is it the company that I keep? Is it the women or the woman that's choosing me? Is it the people's approval or disapproval of me? Is it the quality level of my enemies? Is it how I comb my hair? Is it how I brush my teeth? Is how I throw a right cross? Is how I beat a case? <laughs> I don't really think that defines me. In some aspects, I think that's just a projection of me. In a lot of ways, I think it's uh, based on how I stand. It's how I respond to the zombies of the world trying to attack me. It's how I stand against every wind and doctrine of this world. It's how I reject the blue pill philosophy of this world. Is how I deal with the salt of the circumstances that season me for growth. Is how I shine my light or shine the light that is in me in front of my loved ones and in front of my enemy. It's how I think about the outcome based on the trouble in front of me. It's how I spot dry land through murky water. It's how I see the forest through the trees. It's how I decide to stand on a truth 
even when it's not popular. It's how I decide to put my feelings in subjection. Because we all have emotions. But it's how we deal with our feelings from that emotion. It's what defines us. It's what colors the pigment of our lens of how we see life taking place. How do I access more from my mind? What am I doing to prepare myself for today that's at hand? Because we'll never live in tomorrow. We live right now. And even tomorrow will be right now when it arrives. See, the questions that I ask myself or the conversation that I have with myself in my own mind is what defines me? What value sets do I have? I constantly do an inventory check on what's important to me and what's not important to me. What is truth to me and what is a lie to me? And where do you put that truth against? I put that truth against, I challenge what I believe or my set of beliefs to the belief and what the Most High has said. I would never call myself a real man because a real man is kind of a shaming tactic that is created by the philosophy of the world and the philosophy of the world is feminist or feministic in nature because you know defined by a, a good man is you putting up with unnecessary nonsense you being a do-boy and many other things that are against the spirit that's within inside of you like I only bow my knees to pray to the most high I don't bow my knees to do anything else because you bow your knees to do anything else you notice is very uh, degrading to not only your nature but to your spirit and to your essence see I wanted to arrive at a place to become the man that I always wanted to see growing up and to offer that to my fellow man. Because to me, that's what defines being a brother's keeper. How are you keeping your brother? How are you keeping him from error? Because if you're solid and you're motivating him to be solid, you're each other's crutches. No one falls victim to the ills of society to the ills of circumstances to the ills of pain because pain is what creates progress it's the, it's the jihad 
the war within that you have to conquer. It's the war in between your two ears is what you have to conquer. It's not what someone else says, it's what you say to yourself that defines everything. What do you believe? Who art thou? What do you want to become? Most importantly, have you figured that out? We only live one life in this body. Use your time wisely because time is the ultimate currency. Establish yourself as a man. And I mean not just finances. Establish yourself in your mind of who you are. And what you'll decide to do. Based on truth. Not a good feeling. Look at gentlemen such as Job. That stood on the truth. In spite of the calamity and the pain, he stood on truth. Look at Jesus. He stood on truth in spite of the pain. Look at the leadership of Muhammad and how he stood in spite of the resistance. We all have to fight that, that blue pill, that weakness, that sickness inside of us. I'm going to take you through a journey of how sick I was. Because I could say before the age of 35, my, um, my feces determined what I did with my finances. My penis decided everything for me. My penis decided what I was going to do next. The good feeling. <laughs> but not noticing or failing to notice the other side of that pee. Was it pain? Or was it progress? Not caring. I put you like this. It was so bad that one time I was uh, driving my car and I almost had a head-on collision with a cop car because I was staring at a young lady's ass while she was walking. Block. It was. It was. Yes, it was amazing, and I enjoyed it. But you see the trouble. Of me following that good feeling. Yes. As a man, it's important to look at the mistakes or the potential mistakes that you've made throughout your life and learn to correct that with the salt of truth. 
You know, as I sit back, I think to myself, what defines me? To me. Most importantly, is it the car that I'm driving? Is it the clothes that I'm wearing? Is it the company that I keep? Is it the women or the woman that's choosing me? Is it the people's approval or disapproval of me? Is it the quality level of my enemies? Is it how I comb my hair? Is it how I brush my teeth? Is how I throw a right cross? Is how I beat a case? <sighs> I don't really think that defines me. In some aspects, I think that's just a projection of me. In a lot of ways, I think it's uh, based on how I stand. It's how I respond to the zombies of the world trying to attack me. It's how I stand against every wind and doctrine of this world. It's how I reject the blue pill philosophy of this world. Is how I deal with the salt of the circumstances that season me for growth. Is how I shine my light or shine the light that is in me in front of my loved ones and in front of my enemy. It's how I think about the outcome based on the trouble in front of me. It's how I spot dry land through murky water. It's how I see the forest through the trees. It's how I decide to Stand on a truth even when it's not popular. It's how I decide to put my feelings in subjection. Because we all have emotions. But it's how we deal with our feelings from that emotion. It's what defines us colors, the pigment of our lens, of how we see life taking place. How do I access more from my mind? What am I doing to prepare myself for today that's at hand? 
because we'll never live in tomorrow. We live right now. And even tomorrow will be right now when it arrives. See, the questions that I ask myself or the conversation that I have with myself in my own mind is what defines me? What value sets do I have? I constantly do an inventory check on what's important to me and what's not important to me. What is truth to me and what is a lie to me? And where do you put that truth against? I put that truth against, I challenge what I believe or my set of beliefs to the belief and what the Most High has said. I would never call myself a real man because a real man is kind of a shaming tactic that is created by the philosophy of the world and the philosophy of the world is feminist or feministic in nature because, you know, defined by a, a good man is you putting up with unnecessary nonsense, you being a do-boy, and many other things that are against the spirit that's within inside of you. Like, I only bow my knees to pray to the Most High. I don't bow my knees to do anything else because you bow your knees to do anything else you notice is very uh, degrading to not only your nature but to your spirit and to your essence see I wanted to arrive at a place to become the man that I always wanted to see growing up and to offer that to my fellow man because to me that's what defines being a brother's keeper how are you keeping your brother how are you keeping him from error because if you're solid and you're motivating him to be solid you're each other's crutches no one falls victim to the ills of society to the ills of circumstances, to the ills of pain. This pain is what creates progress. It's the, it's the jihad, the war within that you have to conquer. It's the war in between your two ears is what you have to conquer. It's not what someone else says, it's what you say to yourself. That defines everything. What do you believe? Who art thou? What do you want to become? Most importantly, have you figured that out? We only live one life in this body. Use your time wisely. Because time 
is the ultimate currency. Establish yourself as a man. And I mean not just finances, establish yourself in your mind of who you are and what you'll decide to do based on truth, not a good feeling. Look at gentlemen such as Job that stood on the truth. In spite of the calamity and the pain, he stood on truth. Look at Jesus. He stood on truth in spite of the pain. Look at the leadership of Muhammad and how he stood in spite of the resistance. We all have to fight that that blue pill, that weakness, that sickness inside of us. I'm going to take you through a journey of how sick I was. Because I could say before the age of 35, my, um, my feces determined what I did with my finances. My penis decided everything for me. My penis decided what I was going to do next. The good feeling. (laughs) But not noticing or failing to notice the other side of that P. Was it pain or was it progress? Not caring. I put you like this, it was so bad that one time I was uh, driving my car and I almost had a head-on collision with a cop car because I was staring at a young lady's ass while she was walking the block. It was, it was, yes, it was amazing and I enjoyed it. But you see the trouble of me following that good feeling. Yes. As a man, it's important to look at the mistakes or the potential mistakes that you've made throughout your life and learn to correct that with the salt of truth. You know, as I sit back and I think to myself, what defines me to me? Most importantly, is it the car that I'm driving? Is it the clothes that I'm wearing? Is it the company that I keep? Is it the women or the woman that's choosing me? Is it the people's approval or disapproval of me? Is it the quality level of my enemies? 
Is it how I comb my hair? Is it how I brush my teeth? Is it how I throw a right cross? Is it how I beat a case? Hmm. I don't really think that defines me. In some aspects, I think that's just a projection of me. In a lot of ways, I think it's uh, based on how I stand. It's how I respond to the zombies of the world trying to attack me. It's how I stand against every wind and doctrine of this world is how I reject the blue pill philosophy of this world is how I deal with the salt of the circumstances that season me for growth Is how I shine my light or shine the light that is in me in front of my loved ones and in front of my enemy. Is how I think about the outcome based on the trouble in front of me. It's how I spot dry land through murky water. So I see the forest through the trees. It's how I decide to stand on a truth even when it's not popular. It's how I decide to put my feelings in subjection. Because we all have emotions. But it's how we deal with our feelings from that emotion. It's what defines us. It's what colors the pigment of our lens of how we see life taking place. How do I access more from my mind? What am I doing to prepare myself for today that's at hand? Because we'll never live in tomorrow. We live right now. And even tomorrow will be right now when it arrives. See, the questions that I ask myself or the conversation that I have with myself in my own mind is what defines me. What value sets do I have? I constantly do an inventory check on what's important to me and what's not important to me. What is truth to me and what is a lie to me? And where do you put that truth against? I put that truth against, I challenge 
what I believe or my set of beliefs to the belief and what the most high has said. I would never call myself a real man because a real man is kind of a shaming tactic that is created by the philosophy of the world and the philosophy of the world is feminist or feministic in nature because you know defined by a, a good man is you putting up with unnecessary nonsense you being a do boy and many other things that are against the spirit that's within inside of you. Like I only bow my knees to pray to the most high. I don't bow my knees to do anything else because you bow your knees to do anything else. You know this is very uh, degrading to not only your nature, but to your spirit and to your essence. See, I wanted to arrive at a place to become the man that I always wanted to see growing up and to offer that to my fellow man. Because to me, that's what defines being a brother's keeper. How are you keeping your brother? How are you keeping him from error? Because if you're solid and you're motivating him to be solid, you're each other's crutches. No one falls victim to the ills of society, to the ills of circumstances, to the ills of pain. This pain is what creates progress. It's the, it's the jihad, the war within that you have to conquer. It's the war in between your two ears is what you have to conquer. It's not what someone else says, it's what you say to yourself. That defines everything. What do you believe? Who art thou? What do you want to become? Most importantly, have you figured that out? We only live one life in this body. Use your time wisely because time is the ultimate currency. Establish yourself as a man. And I mean not just finances. Establish yourself in your mind of who you are. And what you'll decide to do. Based on truth. Not a good feeling. Look at gentlemen such as Job. That stood on the truth. 
in spite of the calamity and the pain, he stood on truth. Look at Jesus. He stood on truth in spite of the pain. Look at the leadership of Muhammad and how he stood in spite of the resistance. We all have to fight that that blue pill, that weakness, that sickness inside of us. I'm going to take you through a journey of how sick I was. Because I could say before the age of 35, my, um, my feces determined what I did with my finances. My penis decided everything for me. My penis decided what I was going to do next. The good feeling. <laughs> but not noticing or failing to notice the other side of that P. Was it pain or was it progress? Not caring. I put it like this, it was so bad that one time I was uh, driving my car and I almost had a head-on collision with a cop car because I was staring at a young lady's ass while she was walking on the block. It was, it was, yes, it was amazing and I enjoyed it. But you see the trouble of me following that good feeling. Yes. As a man, it's important to look at the mistakes or the potential mistakes that you've made throughout your life and learn to correct that with the salt of truth. <laughs>